Welcome to Two Mics with Tito and Kabingu. Uh, today we're going to discuss cancel culture and uh, we hope you're going to enjoy and stick with us till the end. Um, Alright, so the other day there's this um, recent film that just came onto Netflix, I think a month or two ago, The Social Dilemma. So it's basically um, the film about how social media is um, changing us um, in terms of our views uh, around certain subjects. And I think for me, one one thing that captured my attention mostly is how like the information like that comes onto my timeline is very selective. It's just what um, I would agree with. Uh, so I I think to me that that was the most disturbing part like to know that if I hold conservative views about uh, a subject I will rarely if ever like get to interact with other views from um people with a differing opinion and I think I've kind of seen that even in especially on YouTube uh, where I say I'm watching Jordan Peterson and I will almost like never get to um Come across, come across um, other Trevor people Noah. that disagree with <laughs> yeah. Peterson. Mm. So I think I think that's something I found very interesting. And there's this uh, in the film. There's this um, example they give, where, like, if you are to search for the effects of, uh, we think it's climate change or global warming. Is global warming a hoax? Is it real? Is it? So they were saying if you just search, type the first words. Uh, I think it's global warming is. And then um, the next suggestions will be based on either your location or on your um, inclination, based on your previous uh, Political searches. Ideology, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I paused immediately and searched. And for me, I was expecting something in the lines of um, climate change or global warming is a hoax. It's not real. <laughs> uh, well, no, that I don't think it's real. But um, I think I've been listening to a lot of people who think that yeah it's it's exaggerated and i think right, i right now do take that view i think it's exaggerated and that's exactly what i got the first suggestion was uh, i think global warming is a hoax it's not real so that i was i was, I was so shocked and you see now the thing is tito um on the issue of global warming i might be of a different view and the unfortunate thing about about the world as we have it right now um, is the fact that we do not agree with people who do not agree with us. We are not willing to have a conversation with people who do not share our opinions. And and therefore, if someone thinks global warming is an exaggeration and I think global warming is real, that person is the enemy and that person does not deserve to hold public office, they do not deserve to be employed. They do not deserve to live in a house that they are renting. We need to talk to their landlord to kick them out. We need to talk to their employer to fire them. It's this thing that they've been hearing called being called cancel culture. Where because of how we've been condi- social media is a very now is a very big part of our communities, part of our society. And so we get our ideas from social media. We get our our knowledge the things that we know 
we are getting them from Twitter. Uh, we are getting them from the comment section on YouTube. So the moment the moment we interact with someone whose algorithm is curated in a different way than mine that is telling me X and yours is telling you Y, there's a collision of ideas. There's, 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 there's abrasiveness. And, and you see, the thing is, uh, to finish my point, people in the liberal world, and it's, honestly, I think it's a liberal issue. Um, leftist. Yeah, leftist. Yeah, <laughs> um, I wanted to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, people on the on the left wing, people who believe um, in progressiveness of the society, and I'm putting that in quotes, um, are the people that are not willing to listen to people of a dissenting opinion, and anyone who doesn't agree with them is it gets essentially cancelled. For me, um, how I see it is, we we think like in in sentences. And reality is just too complex to just think in one-liners and sentences. Mm. Um, I think it's Jordan Peterson who says, like, in almost every every ten minutes, that an idea is complex, an idea is complex. And I agree with him. Reality is not black and white. Yeah. But what you find is um, these days is I'll base my entire view of climate change and global warming on based on you Facebook videos. Things I'm seeing about how uh, polar bears, yeah, polar bears, mm. how, how they are extinct, how mm. um, ice is melting, uh, plastic on the river. But but the fact of the matter is, there's there's an entire science behind all this. There 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 are people that have spent years and decades mm. studying um, these things, mm. and whatever you think, you don't have the full picture. Um, there's something I was seeing that. It was saying people who are mostly being affected by the like yes you you, you Google the algorithm gives you what normally you search for if you're conservative you'll get that mm. if you're left you'll get that but are you pointing <laughs> at when you when you're saying <laughs> left what, <laughs> what is wrong with you yeah. uh, you're pointing see, at Tito, conservative <laughs> me uh, left okay moderate uh. So, uh-huh. uh, but the they've shown it's something that has been affecting uh, more of the older and millennial, a bit of millennial generation. Mm. Many Gen Zs, I think because they, they've grown up with the internet more than we did, mm. they they don't usually take news at first hand. Mm-hmm. When they get information, they check. Yeah, they check for other sources. Mm. But maybe our parents, certain people our age, whatever they get is whatever they believe in. Mm. So maybe it's something that will correct itself as mm. we go on and we start understanding how the internet works. And you see, um, I, I was, I was, uh, I don't know, J.K. Rowling. You know J.K. Rowling, the the, yeah. the author of, the, of um, yeah, first person become a billionaire from writing books. Yes, apparently, she was cancelled a few months ago, I think at the beginning of the pandemic. And the reason why she was cancelled is, she said that. She does not believe transgender women are women. They said people who menstruate. Yes. So she just answered, so you mean women. You see, the thing is, the reality is, um, this whole issue is, is crazy. Because at the end of the day, um, um, a woman has certain realities that I will never understand. 
I'll never be able to know the pain of childbearing no matter how long my wig I put on my head. And that is what um J.K. Rowling said, right? The the fact is um removing jobs uh, or reducing the jobs allocated quote and quote uh, for like affirmative action jobs for women to include these guys now who've joined into the fight to become men also is unfair to the women themselves which i think makes sense so um the fact that she had an opinion that some people on the left thought they don't agree with they canceled her they want her movies canceled they want her books are cancelled they they do, they they do not want to associate themselves with people who don't agree with them and, and it's a reality that i've also seen with trump supporters also uh, people who support trump they are they are labeled bigots i had a friend of mine who blocked me on on whatsapp when she, when she realized that i support trump like i i agreed with uh, a trump's presidency uh without necessarily adjudicating my reasons so so now the, the thing becomes why can't we have a respectable discussion between the two of us even as much as we disagree fundamentally uh, first of all i wanted to say i think this whole council culture is it's so heavily influenced by the left from where i stand yeah and but also i think we'll have to agree that uh, much of the internet and the media is also on the left mm. i think i think generally i think we are we are shallow these days um, and i think the internet and especially social media has done us a great disservice mm. that's true uh, the, uh, going back to the point i had made um, earlier we are very shallow even in terms of the ideas that we hold uh, because um, like say in the in the 90s and before the advent of the internet people used to get their ideas Uh, mostly from well written articles uh, and you see in an article you can get you're able to get like a well seasoned out um, and reasoned out argument mm. but these days the kind of information that we get is just too shallow mm. uh, like like in bits in bits mm. sensational just mm. just what to rile up emotions yeah to rile up emotions just what mm. uh, gets you excited mm. So you find that we me and you disagree on something that both of us know nothing about. Mm. And it's something very unfortunate. Very very is, unfortunate. I think I think that's that's one very valuable thing we have we have lost. And that's why we can't even um disagree constructively. Mm. Right now you can't if you go to Facebook uh, if you're just looking for a fight just go Facebook and a comment section disagree with someone in the news section. <laughs> you see I saw um a friend of mine uh, is in um ALU Africa Leadership University it's a it's a dubbed the, the Harvard of Africa. It's a, is it, is it the South yeah, but now um they have an in Rwanda. So ALU is a very modernistic university and um unfortunately it's it ips the the left liberal culture that is in american universities um where we are being taught uh safe spaces uh you're being taught uh not to get triggered if something uh, if someone says something disagrees you get majorly triggered um you are being taught to to 
to surround yourself with people that agree with you and that is a very dangerous place um a very dangerous kind of training we are giving uh the students because the world doesn't work that way people will say things that will offend you i just want to agree with you mm-hmm. that on that um, aspect of i don't know safe spaces mm-hmm. and just trying to avoid uh people that disagree with you even even in psychology mm-hmm. when someone goes to see a therapist uh, and they have um, something bugging them mm-hmm. say maybe it's an issue they've, uh, they they are failed to address mm-hmm. the um, what the therapist like any any reasonable um well taught psychologist what they help them do is they they help you face your fears they help mm-hmm. you face whatever is uh is disturbing you it's not, it's not something about safe spaces you know jordan peterson has a rule um that don't don't ever run away from something frightening if it stands in your way like that idea of facing um, your fears facing your fears mm. so this whole issue of safe spaces i think it's something that in my opinion uh, a bit of a tangent that has contributed to the like the decline in masculinity that we've seen mm. like the, the virtues of um courage Mm. Uh, it's not something that is encouraged yeah states. because because yeah. you you're told um it's okay for a man to cry it's a, it's okay for a man to be soft it's okay for a man to be in touch with their femininity yes yeah for yes we are, we we are pushing femininity on the men uh, because of these safe spaces this uh trigger uh sense there are certain trigger sensitive words that you cannot use it's called microaggressions so a microaggression is essentially a statement action or incident regarded as an instance of indirect subtle or an intentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group such as a racial or ethnic group for example now For example now if I was to if I was hosting um if I was hosting a lawyer in my house and I serve chicken that's a microaggression <laughs> like jeez are you just assuming that because I'm a lawyer you love chicken what the heck you know if if I'm serving a, a black man uh, they are they are traditionally told to love watermelons so I cannot serve watermelons when I'm hosting a black man uh in the United States because what if Why if Akiku if, if comes to my house and i cook a stew with a lot of water uh, and, one, wa- and potatoes with one potato uh, oh yeah <laughs> uh, that's a microaggression and you see now the thing is these are the things that the students are being taught in the in the universities and they end up uh, churning out robots essentially because yeah. because you've been programmed and and The reality of the world is the fact that having to empathize having the, the the trait of empathy is putting yourself in a reality in shoes of people of a different reality as yourself different state of mind from yourself and therefore um empathy enables you to imagine yourself in someone else's shoes and that can only be grown or cultivated when you are willing to engage with someone from a different point of view and therefore that means you have to be accommodating to dissenting points of view uh, from your own but now this is not we are this is not we are seeing if some uh, this is not what we are seeing if someone is of a different opinion if someone is of a different persuasion if someone's character is different from what i believe 
is correct um or whatever my bubble because we essentially now living in in social bubbles whatever my bubbles agrees to be correct you are going to be cancelled if i tell a guy to man up that's a microaggression like goodness what if i identify as a chicken because these days there are like 150 genders uh i don't want to identify as a man i want to identify as a pineapple why are you telling me not to identify as as a pineapple right so i'm i'm just saying that these are things that are affecting discourse in, in our society are uh, affecting um, and essentially uh, universities are places where ideas grow and how do ideas grow bouncing them against each other uh, disagreeing and then growing therefore where are we headed as a community and as a society if we are not going to allow people to disagree with us yeah and i think it's i like what again we are quoting peterson a lot but i like what he says about in order to get to the truth you have to be offensive because you have to ask a question if i can't ask a question i can't know so it's in order for me to get the truth of that um whatever i'm looking or inquiring about i have to be offensive and also i think there's also that movement of people have started crying out that we should stop um teaching things like those gender studies and such things as as truths that which have not they're not actually truths people just suggested that these things are true so we should teach them and take them as fact without question and and, and you see uh this friend of mine who goes to ALU um I, I is a really smart guy um he he really is offended for a young guy uh at 23 22 in a culture that is so liberal is offended by the the, the leftism that is being taught in the universities that the, right now people are being taught gender studies people are being taught africanness there's a course about african so you know he's asking so you are kenyan you want only to learn kikuyu at for you to be cool what about when it comes to trade in the real world where you need to trade with 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 an american are you going to use your kikuyu to to the, the reality is we were oppressed to uh, to take the english language but it is a standard right now yes teach the people the cultures of 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 where they came from but also let's not exclude ourselves from the global discussion by wanting to adhere to our roots you know like you know wanting to be woke and cool that mimi i i am i'm all about the african supremacy africans are not supreme hoteps africans are not supreme jesus was a we black man we are the bottom of of the international discourse and we need to get ourselves out of that i agree but let's not let's not dis- dis- exclude ourselves from the global discussion by by wanting to be woke doesn't help anyone and these gender studies like instead of teaching people entrepreneurship instead of, uh, of <laughs> teaching people technology we are teaching them gender studies 113 or how many are they now i don't know where There's we are many. like we are now teaching people they, that they're putting g- a plus at the end of the lgbt gender is complicated gender is not complicated gender is male and female and the things that affect male and female that is the reality and it's it's uh, and here is the part where you see it will affect other some people say it's a harmless thing but you see there are points where it will affect let's say you're a doctor for, for you knowing the gender of someone 
at points it's an important part important exactly. part in you diagnosing that person like i'm just thinking <laughs> assume now so now um assume i want to test for breast cancer like i i made a joke one time and someone was was offended um so they said uh there's a celebrity who's raising their child as gender neutral so the the child uh will decide what gender they are it's called they are not called babies they are called thabies so they're not called babies they're called thabies so they are these right? so they're, they're training they're raising a thaby uh, he or she or it will decide when <laughs> or, or is or, it or, or is it they will decide what gender they are when they're 18 so now and then i quote i i yes so so they so now the, the question was at the comment section i asked with how see if you're changing the diapers you can see it right there like you, they, they, there is no two ways up. like okay there are literally two ways about <laughs> it <laughs> yeah, you cannot say that you are blind to your child's gender it, it it's even dangerous so, to assume not the, the gender of your child yeah when we say the left has gone too far this is it yeah. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is it yeah but for me um how especially I see this this is this this level of postmodernism this is the end of civilization as you know it because mm-hmm. For the world to be where it has been, like for 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 us to get to all these achievements as a society and a civilization, there's a certain code that um, that we've built upon. There's a certain logical structure and understanding of the world that we have built upon, uh, based from first of all the interactions between men and women, then family, then um, and then how. Like how basically how society um, interacts. So and I feel like what what the left is doing and what's happening with postmodernism, all this is being erased and wiped away. Like there's no there's no structure. Like there's no foundation to to come back to. So even even the um, the ideological sense of 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 absolutes, it's no longer there, and everything is relative. And I think that's where that's where everything starts to to go south. I know uh I know this 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 might put me in a lot of trouble but I, I know very I know, I, I, I want Okay. This is what I'm saying. Um my my entire point I guess would be are we willing and able and um have an intention to be in a society where we disagree and at the same time are able to live together because honestly i do not, I, i if if i knew a transgender person if i knew someone of a different persuasion um i i, I wouldn't i would want to um, engage this person and and have a, have a discussion on on why or how their their train of thought or how uh, you know impacted their lives is because this is, a, this is an actual issue that psychologically affect people you know but I uh, even though I am of a different opinion being willing and uh to engage the person because that is how you grow that is how you create a tolerance right but my point is the society as it is the society where it's headed is um I can only interact with people who um think like me and tech companies are thriving on this tech companies are 
growing and they are exploding based on the fact that they want to make sure that you are uh, in a certain cocoon that you are continuously engaging on their platforms uh, giving you sensationalized things uh, and ideologies around what you believe in to make sure that you are hooked onto that platform and and someone said a very uh, important thing that um i think uh kind of made me afraid of social media they said if you are if you're getting it for free then you are the product yeah if if and the fact that social media is free that means you are the commodity that they are selling you are the commodity that they are um uh they are monetizing for them to because they are in business so the question becomes how do you interact with these platforms and to me it's honestly interacting with it with a lot of skepticism um even with my conservative um ideologies i i i honestly um will continuously look at what Stefano has to say about an issue uh, or uh, give me a left person um most most talk show people or yeah the talk shows and the cnns right trying to see what they have to say about an issue because um it's also a, 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 it's also uh the other side of the discussion but i think for be, for me personally i'm i'm more hopeful of the future mm-hmm. because it seems people don't want um language or ideologies that are just curated for a specific person mm-hmm. i think that's why we are seeing guys like Joe Rogan are getting so many views so many listeners because there are people who entertain different points of view so when someone is coming to listen to the discussion mm-hmm. you know this week i might get a, an extreme lefty mm-hmm. and next week i might get an extreme conservative or even i may have all of them mm-hmm. in the same discussion talking about an issue but now you see kelvin now the thing uh, i think is the fact that at the highest institutions harvard MIT and all these institutions where they are encouraging and teaching people to think a certain way and anybody who thinks different is an enemy these are the top of the world these are the people who are going to be executives in in the biggest companies these are the people who are going to that's actually that's what has already yeah, happened so no my point is these are the people who are going to to, uh, to head global organization head uh, uh, governments around the world and what essentially happens is what happened at spotify with uh, with joe rogan yeah if if people at the highest level if people at the highest level are pushing ag- an agenda of, of 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 microaggression and 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 being offended by someone uh, of being of a different opinion these will essentially cascade downwards they will create these bubbles even within uh this big organization the same thing happened at google, google. there's an engineer yeah. yeah there's an engineer who 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 wrote a memo um disagreeing with uh the feminist agenda that women can uh what was the thing it was about um this issue that women basically is gender pay gap yes yeah. exactly where he he presented a factual uh, uh thing but because Google as an organization is based off on very liberal leaning a very liberal leaning culture um he ended up losing his job he ended up getting cancelled 
But now, why not have a discussion with a person like this? Why not why not have humor this person and hear what they have to say and see if there is a middle ground and and the the issues that he addressed if they were to addressed if they were to be addressed by the organization i'm sure the the pay gap issue could be addressed objectively yeah and, and i think the most actually the saddest part about that case was he even went ahead and offered proposals and solutions that he thinks can um, can help improve that but they never considered that on another part is the way like kids and all that are being brought up by their families also i think will play a major role because i've seen i've seen gay people or transgender people who are still conservative and you see these guys usually have um like ruben i think ruben is gay no for ruben report the guy who usually interviews akina jordan peterson yeah he's gay but you see he's either he's more of a moderate there and you see these are guys who you can have discussions with you might not agree with what um their lifestyle is but you have discussions with them and um this this book I read a while back I don't remember um, the the author is blanking but it's called the coddling of the american mind you can look for that book it's talking about how that um let's say that of our protectiveness of kids in america um has really affected the way they develop as adults because um more often than not you'd see when i think american news in itself started to shift into um doing uh, pieces like news pieces that were more like inciting fear in the public for instance if you like if you do a report on soldiers died in iraq that's not a sense soldiers will die in iraq no one will fear but if you say or people are shot in the ghetto no one will care that much but if you say that in a suburb a peaceful suburb a kid was kidnapped everyone will, everyone will lose their mind so it's we have to keep our kids in the house we have to protect them from the world but in real sense the danger is not as as big as big it's, as it's like this issue of 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 how they will say uh uh a black man shot yeah a police you know like mm. a, a bla- you know oh, yes, a, a statistically black gang. more likely to be yes. shot if a, a, black. a black gang uh, gangster yeah uh, when but even it's a white person it's a, a troubled mentor, yeah. yeah a mentor if you even say his name yeah. michael uh, Schumacher mm. with okay not michael Schumacher. <laughs> uh, so they will say michael Giles, a man suffering from mental illness a father yeah. of two Uh, they humanize the yeah, person. Yeah, they humanize the person. <laughs> But when it's a black person, yeah. a gangster. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, yeah, I, I essentially agree with yeah, you. Yeah, so there's Yeah, so there's that part um it's it's an interesting book because it's giving examples of how um kids in the past kids used to have playgrounds that had they were dangerous. You could get cut, you could get hurt. And is poetry. <laughs> so and in a way through them experiencing that or even um seeing kids having disputes in the playground it also helps them know how to sort um issues amongst yeah. themselves so it's something that uh, they're saying many people are taking away from their their kids so this kid who has been told uh, so there's a story about a teacher who was fired because he he told the kids in class that Santa Claus doesn't exist. 
the teacher was fired and they're like um people are, are like oh, he he doesn't exist <laughs> so why why fire the teacher just cuz he he gave the kids um a truth that is true he doesn't exist so you want to protect the kids to preserve their innocence and then in future when they go out they they want uh, the truth they know they know is truth in a way so whenever you tell them something contrary they can't listen to yeah. it yeah so if they so you think it's something that has come from foundation yeah. from okay yeah mm. but the the optimistic part i don't know if it's uh, a good i don't know if, if it's in in itself correcting itself in a mm. way mm. they're saying um, many the reason why many gen z's are conservative or moderate they lean more conservative or moderate it's because yeah they're saying gen z's they are more they're not millennials are the ones who are left mm. that gen z's they also left but they most of them lean towards moderate or mm. conservative mm. so they're saying the reason was cause many many conservative families in the 90s were having more kids and the liberal or leftists because the the guys who will advocate for <laughs> maybe advocate mm. for abortion and all mm. that most liberal families are having like one kid mm. conservatives might find two or three mm. so these are the kids in the late 90s and early 2000s who mm. are growing up now as gen zers mm. and because they have grown up in conservative families that's why you're seeing their ideology being more moderate or conservative mm. so it's like the lefties are not having kids oh so okay. <laughs> It's like the world so, is so, correcting so, itself. So you're saying essentially <laughs> we are cleaning it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so um so anyway, uh, as as we finalize, I think um my parting shot would be that um let's be open and um in as much as I might have said some very strong um stances on particular issues, um it is the mature thing to be willing to engage someone with whom you disagree with. It's mature and it's good for development of discourse and for the progression of our society. I think yeah, it's it's true. But I don't think is it is it really that entrenched because in our society our schools are already bad. We don't have we don't have that culture of being told. We don't I don't even think we have gender studies or any of that. So maybe for us it's not there yet but because of social media like you guys are saying um we are we have we are seeing more people leaning towards that kind of thinking it's like i was surprised when um guys like uh, like when akina nitanderu were coming out i think people are more people are more open now than they would have been a few years ago even 5 years ago yes um so i think my parting shot on this whole topic that has been like i think feel like we've gone across a number of topics uh but Okay my parting shot is I feel a bit optimistic like you uh, Kabingo uh about the future especially because we are now starting to see the um, radical left um uh, ideas break down yeah like I think I think majority of the people are starting to see how all this uh leftism doesn't add up it's so senseless it's, it's so obvious and boring so so hopefully um people hopefully get to the point of um engaging each other um and being able to disagree constructively just the final final thing and i also think 
companies usually because at the end of the day companies always are thinking about the bottom line if um if people vote with their money like when they do those feminist films and no one goes to watch them studios will not will not show those films even like Joe Rogan's situation in Spotify Spotify said we don't care um we are putting up his episodes because they know he's an asset to them so this is just how people react to things and thank you so much for joining us guys um we hope we earned the value of your time see you next time bye